Disclaimer, we do not agree with or support JK Rowling's bigotry and prejudice in any way, shape, or form, and we also do not tolerate Draco Sands or Death Eater sympathizers. However, they are warmly welcome to tune into our podcast. We'd also like to forewarn everyone that we will be mentioning later books and events in every episode, so here's your official spoiler warning. Enjoy the show! Welcome to Ron and Hermione minus the romance. Woo! Today we are doing chapters six and seven of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. We're very excited. Question of the Why day. Why are we excited? What? Why are we excited? I don't know. We just are. <laughs> oh, we are. Yeah. I'm oh, excited. right. I am. I was screaming. Yes. Literally, like five seconds ago. Yeah. Anyway, right. short-term memory loss. Question, <laughs> question of the day. I feel like I haven't done one in forever. I feel it's good to be back. It's be- <laughs> because it's because you keep on forgetting. I don't know what's been wrong with us, but we keep on forgetting these. It's the finals week, I think. No, because you've done the yeah. past few. No. Uh-huh. Okay, I forgot one. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot one. For sure. Anyways. Okay, what's the question? Okay. What's the question? If I'm bracing myself. If you were at the Quidditch World Cup this year, which team would you be rooting for and why? Like, it can be the most ridiculous reason. Ireland, Bulgaria. The people want to know. Did we just do this last time? No. I'm pretty sure we did. You know what? No. No, we didn't. <laughs> no, because the last one was which two teams would you like to see at the World Cup? And I feel like that's pretty similar. Um, okay, but that's like any two. Like, who, if you could create your own Quidditch World Cup, who would you want to see? This one is the teams are, are there. Are we talking about, like, filling the team members with, like, real people or something? Like, what's happening? No, I'm saying, like, if you were there, right, Ireland is playing Bulgaria. I was there. Who would you oh, be right. rooting for and why? Oh, I mean, I feel like the Vila are very cool. I I rock with them. Yeah. <laughs> the leprechauns are kind of mad, you know? Yeah. I like them flipping the them off. Yeah, I can respect that. Cool. that. Um, we aren't even there yet. I know. <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs> it's not next episode. We're just amping you up at the beginning of this episode for next episode. It's fine. It works. Um... Um, although I would say I really like the aesthetic that Ireland is going for. Yeah, I think the leprechauns Because I feel like I like their vibes a lot more. Like, how they've designed everything green. Like, what is really... Like, Bulgaria just has, like, a poster. Yeah. That's true. And... They have better They only have one person who's good on their team. Yeah, that's the thing. (laughs) Like, like, that's carrying their whole team. Yeah, Ireland is, like, they have better fans. The leprechauns are funny. Maybe they're not, like, they don't have the cool factor like Vila do, but they are, like, funny, and they, like, you know, mock people, which I think is cool. So I would probably go for Ireland. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I, can't I think wait we're team Ireland. Until someone finds this podcast in 20 years and listens to this as we are judging Quidditch teams, sports teams based on their vibes. Um, 
<laughs> Can't wait for oh, that. Oh, God. I just... Re- oh, Can't. this is going to age so poorly. Oh, <laughs> my God. People are going to play this in history classrooms. It's like, this is why this generation is our only hope. <laughs> this is why our planet died. See, the, the history is- class in the future is robots. Yeah, robots so- are going to be like, these two are the reason that their planet completely imploded. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's all our fault, guys. Anyways, before we... It's all our fault. We <laughs> made the end it's of the world happen. our fault because we have reduced sports. We are the apocalypse. Have... That sounds like a real... That sounds like a, like an award-winning short film. It really does. We are the apocalypse. I think um, it's definitely our fault because we have reduced sports teams to the vibes and not on, like, the actual people that are playing the sport. Yeah, I, I'm not a sports person. I don't know if you can, can you tell. tell? <laughs> um, can you We're tell running if, a Harry Potter podcast. <laughs> yeah, can you tell that both of us do theater? Come on. like. Um, You're more of the theater person. You've done more theater than I have. Actually. 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 Anyways, um, before we get into the actual reading... Everyone congratulate her for getting Daniela. I am not Daniela. In in the Heights. Am I getting... I don't know the names. Listen, just say what you are. I'm Camilla, actually. I'm Camilla. Camilla. Those are very close names. Yes. You cannot tell me that I'm crazy. It's okay. same thing. I still... There's a Daniela. There's a clip. I mean... There's a Camellia in that show, right? Camilla? (laughs) Yeah. There's a Camilla in that show, right? Who's Camilla? Because I'm going to be her. Um, Anyways, thank you. I accept accept the congratulations. I appreciate it. It's going to happen. Yeah. Well, today is June 11th, the day we're recording this. You guys aren't going to hear this until, like, July. Um, Oh, my God. No. We have, like, one more before we take our break. Yeah. We, we have because I was gonna be like, it, it might be over by the next episode. <laughs> we have we have three because we're recording one tomorrow as well, and then two next week. Great. Anyways, so, yes. So by in the time, a couple a couple episodes time. By the time you hear this, I will be getting ready to start rehearsing, which is exciting. Um, oh, right. Yes, and before we get into the actual reading and analyzing that we're supposed to be doing, I would like to thank whoever gave us a three-star review on Apple Podcasts, because I think that that is the funniest thing that has ever happened to me in my life, and I thank you, because that really, truly gave me a good laugh when Colin told me that it had happened, and I wish that you would go back and leave a comment as to why we don't deserve I know, I really want to hear from you. I mean, I don't think they're listening if they gave it a three-star review. Probably not. Um, but, but if you are, we're truly not upset. Um, we would actually probably appreciate feedback, so feel free to DM I us. I know. At least you're being honest, you know? True. I can really respect that. Yeah, because we gave ourselves five-star reviews. So, thank right. you for being honest. You're not supposed to tell it's them fine. that. Well, another person also gave us a five-star review. So, from oh, right. actual okay. people, we've gotten a five-star and a three-star. So, to the three-star reviewer, we appreciate you for being honest. And if you would like to email us and remain anonymous at VulcanOnBones at Gmail, we would appreciate any feedback you have. Um, if yes. you are still um, This is not encouragement to get shout-outs here by giving us three-star reviews. No. In we fact, actually now that you're hearing this, why don't, why don't you just, why don't you just go give us a five-star review? Why not? You know? 
I mean, or whatever you think it deserves. Give us, <laughs> give us any review, but leave a comment. Be true I to think yourself. That I would enjoy reading. Be true this. to yourself. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Let's, I just <laughs> specifically wanted to thank that person because that yes. made my day. Thank you so actually. much. <laughs> Truly. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Let's get into Harry Potter. Yes. Would you like to go first? Um. Depends on what my first <laughs> note is. <laughs> Oh, okay. I feel like side-by-side apparating is really underused in the wizarding world. Yeah. Like, I know it takes a level of skill, but why don't they just take one person in the group who might be skilled enough to do it, like Arthur or Molly, and just continuously apparate back and forth with each kid? Like, I... Um, why? The same reason why? that he doesn't want to just light a fire with his wand, and he spends time <laughs> playing with matches instead. So... Right. I'm um, sure that other more sane families would do that, but on the same not them. line of that, I'm c- a little confused on splinting. Okay, that's literally what my first note is about okay, too. Because great. they say leaving half of you behind, but like the girl that got splinched while they were practicing only left a leg. <laughs> Why did, did we s- have the same note? That's so. And funny. what my but my question was was that. I was thinking of that girl, and I was like, from what they make it sound like, it sounds like your body reacts to it as if you had actually lost that thing. Like, that girl should be dead dead. Like... I was just... Like, because Ron in Deathly Hollows, like, he's, like, bleeding out. He's screaming in pain because he lost his shoulder. That girl is definitely dead. That girl did scream because she... Left her whole leg behind her. I know, um, but like, well, they that got girl's to bleeding her. out before she can get to the hospital wing. They got to her really quickly, and the teachers just did it right then and there. Like they put her leg back and everything, so they got to her so it was so heavily monitored that I'm sure that she had way better odds of like being okay. But they were, and Ron, also they can't just like go back to the ministry and grab Ron's shoulder and put it back in or something. Well, yeah, especially and because they were in the wilderness and they had limited resources, that's why Ron seemed more injured than a girl who lost her whole leg because there were so many teachers and adults around to help out in case someone splinched them during practice. Yeah. Um, I was just confused because they said specifically that it was leaving half of yourself behind, but that's never been the case when we've seen actually someone get splinched, so. Yeah. That's why I was confused. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. My next one, I think I may be ahead of you, but I'm not sure. Um, I noticed that Mrs. Weasley is much less critical of her older children, like the oldest three. You're not ahead of me. But I'm not okay. Um, because my note is my note's not as detailed. It's just she's just being so obnoxious. The, I literally have a note that says exactly that. But anyways, <laughs> I she's <laughs> much less critical of the older ones. Charlie failed his apparition test the first time, and all she cares, she just says, at least he passed in the end. But if Fred or George failed it the first time, she oh would have a cow, an entire cow. Like she would freak out. Like she would freak out. <laughs> she would freak out and go on about it for years if either of them failed it the first time. But because oh Charlie only failed once, like it's just like what 
and also, like, she's so obnoxious in this chapter because she finds out that they didn't destroy all of the things that they developed and created. Like, even if she doesn't think that it's a reasonable career, that's pretty remarkable, like, to be able to develop things that actually work. And then stealing them and saying that that's why they didn't get more owls. Like, why also was it necessary to tell them to behave themselves before they left? Like, she's causing scenes where there don't need to be any. And I think she's being really horrible in this chapter. I know. It's I like, don't know what was happening yeah. at the beginning of this book with her, but she was just so infuriating. I know. And it's like, it's so annoying because it's like, I don't know, you know, probably because Charlie is, is successful and so are Bill and Percy, but it's like, no matter what I don't know, they I do, kind of get a vibe from her that she doesn't really approve of um, Charlie's job, though. Yeah, but there's, but even though, you know, he failed his apparition test first time, which I guess we can kind of compare to, like, your driver's test. Like, he failed it the first time, and she doesn't care. Like, so I guess this kind of dates back to before he even really had a job, and before he had done anything. Like, except he was head boy, I believe. Um, Right. Yes, and so it's like, you know, this dates back years that no matter what he did, even, like, just because he did one good thing everything bad that he did forever was, like, erased and she didn't care. But we know that because Fred and George, you know, took time to be kids and have fun, that if they failed their apparition test, she would tell that story for the rest of her life. I know. Ugh. And then it's like, I don't... I don't understand why it was necessary for her. Like, the last thing she said to them before they left was, like, behave yourselves. Like, how were they even misbehaving in the first place? You know? It's like, why was that necessary? Yeah. It's like, if you make your point, there's no, you know, she steals all of the candies that they had developed, first of all. You would think that that was making your point. And just and then throws you, them away. Literally. And then you go on to say, this is why you failed all of these tests. You would think that then she had made her point. But then she goes on to make a scene right before they leave. And then when they get back, she acts all like the concerned mother. Like, oh my god, you could have died. Like, yeah. And then why did you spend the last moment with them, like harassing them about school like are you serious like she was being super shitty in this chapter i'm sorry but like she was just being horrible and it's like what is the point of being that obnoxious like why um the porkies are very inconsistent just like I don't understand how you have... You establish in this chapter they need a certain time to be able to activate. And it's not even like, oh, like, I can understand. Like, just don't think about it too much when they're in the graveyard or whatever. But, like, you were writing this book. Like, you could have went back and changed it or something. (laughs) But you didn't. Like, you didn't, it wasn't even that there was a different book holding you back. It was the book you're writing. I think, honestly, the way that I've always kind of assumed is that, like, for most things, I feel like porkies are typically very regulated. And so one's administered, like, given by the ministry, especially for an event like this where they have to stagger arrivals. They left it up to everyone. People would all arrive, like, at the same time, and it would be a disaster, and the muggles would catch on and all of that. So for this event specifically, it's definitely, like, it would that they would make it specifically only at this time will you arrive so that people wouldn't, you know, break the rules and get there early, get there late, whatever. Like, this had to be very, very, very structured. And I think that, you know, obviously there was no way to predict what time Harry would reach the Triwizard Cup port key. 
And so that one was just kind of active. And I'm sure that Moody or, you know, Barty Crouch Jr. didn't expect Harry to get back to it. So he kind of just created an ever active portkey. So I think that it's not that portkeys have to, have to, have to always be accessed at a specific time. I think that it's mostly just because of how huge this event was and how many precautions they had to take to make sure that muggles didn't catch on. That that's why the portkeys were like that in this chapter. Yeah. Um, Cedric's here. Are you just yes, Cedric yet? Yeah. That's my very next. And note. Harry is just blown He's away. Extremely handsome. That's a direct quote, by the way. Extremely direct quote. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Did does Amos Diggory like not know Arthur? Was he kind of joking when he said, "Are all of these yours?" I think he was joking. I think it was probably I think a joke. They work together. I'm yeah, pretty that's sure. what I thought too, and I'm sure that Mr. And, and don't in the next. Chapters doesn't isn't he having a conversation with him? Yeah, I think Mrs. so. Mrs. Weasley puts toast in his mouth, so Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think that was probably a joke that Mr. Weasley didn't get because then he continued to say, No, just these. <laughs> so also the No, is, I feel like that's a conversation parents have. They're true. like, Oh no, these are mine. These are True. <laughs> these but are still some he, kids who are staying yeah, with us. Yeah, he was oh yeah, but that was also an opportunity for him to like introduce Hermione and Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. No, I just wasn't sure. I was like, was he being for real? Um, but anyways, I think Amos is also kind of freaking obnoxious. Like... Uh, yeah, I said Amos deserves to see his son dead's body. Oh my god. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. But like... Just kidding. Bragging on how your son won a sports game. Like, that'd be like me if I had children bragging... I, I think I sympathize with Cedric so much in this because I would be... Mortified. Well, he, he, mortified. Exactly. Like I would be mortified. I would. Oh my god. And it's like that would be like me. You know, years in the future, if I had a kid, like a fifteen-year-old kid that played soccer. Let's say another kid gets kicked in the head and passes out, and my kid randomly, <laughs> like, and my kid doesn't see that and makes the goal, and that just wins the game on a technicality. My kid does what Cedric did and tries to get a rematch, but no, he won fair and square. Whatever. I don't care if that's not how soccer works. But like, and then that would be like me going to the other mom and bragging about how my kid won and your kid lost even though it wasn't their kid's fault that they couldn't block the goal <laughs> and it's like Amos like bragging on how your son won a sports game on a technicality is so obnoxious like he had to know that it wasn't Harry's fault like sure Cedric won fair and square but that doesn't make him some mega athlete superstar like it was literally a technical like it was an accident and that just, I think it's so annoying. It's like, shut up. Like, it's sports. Like, it, this isn't, like, this isn't life or death. Like, your son isn't some superstar for beating Harry Potter by accident because they would have won. I'm sorry that your son sucks at literally every other Quidditch game. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like Harry would have won if he hadn't encountered Dementors. Like, how was that his fault? Um... What goes so around comes also, like, around. <laughs> literally. And also, it's like, what is a grown adult's excuse for, like, basically, like, ogling a 15-year-old? It's like, he sees Harry and just stares at him, makes him extremely <laughs> uncomfortable, and he's like, oh my god, it's you. It's like, I never understood why they couldn't control themselves. Like, he's a child. Leave him alone. Literally. <laughs> I never understood why they couldn't control themselves and let him exist, because he said all the time that it makes him uncomfortable and they just are too obsessed with the fact that he's famous like that would be completely unacceptable in real life yeah like literally cedric is not a long enough name to have a nickname 
I'm sorry. Said no. Just call him Cedric. I mean, I know that's not really how it works, but... His name... Oh, yeah. His name's six letters. Mine is seven letters. I have a nickname. Probably... That's more for, like, reasons not just because I just randomly got a nickname. It's because people can't actually say my actual name, which is why I have a nickname. But still... I almost... Like, I was like, why aren't you saying it? And then I remembered that the... Yeah. (laughs) Huge component of our podcast is... My name is one letter longer than Cedric's, and I have a nickname as well, so... I have the same length name as Cedric, and I don't have a nickname. (laughs) Well, yeah, because your name is kind of, like, impossible. I just feel like Cedric does not need a nickname. I don't know. That's more of, like, an endearment thing than, like, an actual I need to shorten your name kind of thing. Yeah. Because that's, like, I have a nickname because people are like, oh, no, it's too hard, it's too long, it's too ethnic, and then they just gave me a nickname. Um, I feel like it's so funny. Maybe it's just my perspective from knowing you for a while now. It's just that that I, it seems such an easy name to say. It, it truly is. I swear. It's, it's one of the easier ethnic names, and I still, I get all kinds of horrible mispronunciations that I couldn't even begin to try and read. And it's like... <laughs> My parents gave me that nickname from birth because they knew that people were going to do that. And now, not a single person in my life uses my actual name except for my dad. Um, do you want me to stop? Do you want me to use your no, actual okay. name from now on? No, I'm going to use that from now on. Okay? I'm, it, it's gone okay. now. Okay. I would have loved to see more character development of Cedric. I know. He's like, like I know nice this guy. book is already so long, but I, I think know. we needed more time with him to truly feel the impact of his death. At the same time, though, I feel like that almost adds to it because it's like Harry barely knew him, but yeah. like watched him die. And it even, I feel like Harry barely knew him and like was there for his death. And I feel like it affected him almost more that way than if we would have known Cedric because it kind of just shows like how fleeting and how like just short life can be and how random and quickly it can happen so I feel like that was kind of a reason that we didn't really know Cedric but what the bare minimum of like what we knew about Cedric was that he was just he was a nice guy he was fair he was honest um and just like a good person so I feel like that's at the for like for the sake of the story that's what we needed to know about Cedric yeah for for all of that to happen I mean it would have it would have been nice to know Cedric more because that also would have made his death sadder but I feel like it does kind of make sense yeah. why we didn't get to really know him at all um I don't know how they're doing all that walking I am way too out of shape <laughs> to be walking all day long up hills and across fields like I don't know no I don't know. <laughs> and that early in the morning? Uh, absolutely not. I know. The earliest I've ever had to do, like, any kind of physical activity is riding my bike to school. And I'm going to get mean, a car, I guess, so. I guess it's good for wizards to get used to that because I don't know how they don't have an obesity problem since they literally do nothing. don't need to walk anywhere. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, who the hell is Basil? And I love that name. I just, like, I feel like I want to know him more on a personal level. How is that spelled like, again? B-A-Z-I-L. Basil. Basil, Basil, yeah. I always read I was, it as... I'm just, like, I want to know so much about him. Like, he deserves to be the main character. He... Sure why is his name, name named... Why is he named after a spice? I'm sure... 
is basil a spice or is it like i don't technically i don't know what is considered that's not like a dig at you i'm just curious yeah no me too it's an herb is basil like a cultural name is this representation (laughs) is basil is basil safe for yeah no it says english and french okay so i really thought that maybe we'd get another side character to me technically since they're aromatic leaves they are found in spice racks but they're herbs okay when i looked up is basil i just saw this one of the autocomplete questions was is basil a vegetable What is the world we've come to? <laughs> I know. Is basil a vegetable? <laughs> oh, jeez. That's so funny. I mean, I guess it from a way. If you think about it in one way, I guess it's a reasonable question. I guess. It is a leaf. It is, it is a leaf, so you know, I guess. It could just, like, be... Maybe they thought it was, like, cut off another vegetable, you know? Yeah, I, but then why would that leaf be, like, a specific I'm trying thing? to give the people benefit of the doubt, Okay. <laughs> Okay, that's nice of you. Um, I know. I love that Mr. Weasley, like, they're counting out the muggle money, and he's like, okay, I see the numbers, I get it. But then he's like, is that a 10? And Harry's like, no, it's a 20. And it's like, you saw the numbers. How How did you continue to not understand which one was Do they know math? They have arithmancy. I I don't think it was the math that was confusing him. It was figuring out which one was what. But all you I have know, to but do it literally the said numbers. the number. I know. All you have to do is like look at the little number. I can just imagine. I can just see Harry's face. It's like, is this one a ten? It's a twenty. Um, like that. Just I feel like it I was wish, a five. I remember. I yeah. I wish that was in the movie because I can. That would be the funniest thing ever. Um, <laughs> but the entire story around Mister Roberts is kind of dark. Like, it seems completely unnecessary. Why? Why do you need to do this? Like, you couldn't have, like, there was no other way to be like, hey, dude, can you just not show up today? Like, there wasn't any magic to repel him from showing up to work. Like, they already have magic about it to propel muggles. I guess it was just kind of easier. No, I don't really see, just employ anybody. I'm not saying that I would have done it that way or that what they were doing is reasonable. I bet that they were like, oh, look, there's already people that work there. We'll just, we'll just leave them. And I'm sure that that's their thought process. I know, but like just constantly erasing his memory. That can't be good for somebody. Probably not. Um, And that like, that weird dark spot in his memory is probably going to be more confusing than him saying, hey, wait, why didn't I go to work today? Like, that would have caused less problems than, like, him being like, what is this big dark spot in my memories? Like, what is, Right, he's going to think he, like, you, I feel like that's even going to rise more suspicion because he's going to be like, why is it always this, like, one day every year where I just black out? Like, (laughs) well, I don't because assuming the Quidditch World Cup wouldn't be in the same place every year, so I don't think. Oh, does it happen every year? I guess it does. I clearly, literally know nothing about sports. (laughs) I don't even know. Does like the other stuff, other cups happen every year? I don't know. Do they have other sports? I was talking about in real life. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) 
Um, Quidditch is not the only sport. <laughs> well, yes, because like, stuff does like the, the FIFA World Cup happen every year? No idea, but the Super Bowl is every year, so <laughs> right, right. The cool commercials and the halftime show, we sound which like, I always call intermission. <laughs> we sound like aliens that are trying to like understand sports that we can act like humans, and we're like, oh, it's like the Super Bowls every year. Yes, because there's a show, and it's like. <laughs> Um, every ministry employee that's there sounds like they hate their job. I know. They all are, like, are, like upset and, like, I stressed just, out. I feel and... like trivia is going to be awful because the amount of offices named I in this pa- chapter. I can't wait. <sighs> oh, God. There I'm is... so scared. It's going to be so fun. I don't think I'm going to get a single one. I th- you're definitely going to win this one because I didn't come up with very good ones. I think you will. Um... Maybe. <laughs> How did they even... S- well, this is just so random. What, what is with Wither... What is... Whoa. Whoa. What is with Wither? <laughs> what is with... <laughs> what? I can... That is a tongue twister. What is with wizards and peacocks? I don't know. There are always peacocks. I don't know. But also, how do you spell Weasley that incorrectly? Because, like, when they get to their campsite... Weatherby? <laughs> no, it said Weasley, oh. like W-E-E-Z-L-Y. Oh, see, I was, um, I was listening to the audiobook at that point, so they were just... Weasley. They just said Weasley. Yeah, but it was like, they should have specified it on their campsite. Why does no one know how to say Weasley? I feel like that's a very easy name. Even my, like, real, honest-to-God last name, like... People can pronounce that, and it is, like, not in English, and I don't know what it is about Weasley that's, like, confusing. <laughs> it's literally just Weasel with a Y. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Also, Harry Harry made it sound like the Dursleys go camping, and I truly cannot imagine that. No, I can. I, I feel like I can't. they stay in the trailer the whole time, though. Yeah, and hate going outside, because if Petunia can't stand animals, she obviously can't stand bugs, dirt, and, like, anything like that. Um, well, I feel like, um... They do, like, fancy Vernon. Camping. I feel like Vernon is the definition of toxic masculinity, so I feel like he'd <laughs> want to do it to just, like, be like, I'm a man, I have to go camping, and, you know. But I feel like... But I feel like Petunia would absolutely hate it. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't think he'd like it either. I think he would just do it to be, like... I mean... It's but the, the thing manly is, thing to do. Is that he's so proper? I can't imagine him getting like dirty, like camping, hiking, like just all kinds of like awful. Just dis- like I hate camping. If you couldn't tell, um, like weird, disgusting activities you do in your camping that like you have to get dirty. Like their house is so spotless. That's mostly petunia, but like, I I can't see it. I can't see it. No, I. He, he does no cleaning. Do not even pretend like he, well, he no. ever touches a mop that, in his life. I know that, but his whole life is spotless. And even if he's not contributing, I yeah. doubt that he's not like he's used to it. But I don't know. Maybe they do like to camp. Maybe I'm underestimating them. Maybe it's a tradition of the Dursley family. We don't know. Maybe <laughs> we just came up with some lore right now. Um, this is this is. I just genuinely don't understand this. Like, when they go into the tent, they say it smells like cats. What do cats smell like? Probably, he's probably thinking about, like, the litter box, like, what that smells like, not like an actual cat. Because I was like, I don't remember cats having, like, a particular smell. No. 
probably they're talking about the litter box and people think that that's what like if you pick up your actual cat that that's what it'll smell like um which isn't the case at least not my cats um but yeah also um I think it's funny that we see Hermione in this chapter saying that like Victor looks grumpy and like she's not interested in him at all and I, I was know. reading that and I was like you sure change your mind later like <laughs> right yeah. and it's like it such a flip because there's Ron crushing after Crumb on the poster yeah, and, she's and like, then so Hermione's like he's so yeah. yeah and then she ends up with him I love how they reach the Irish section Irish Irish section and Seamus is just immediately there yes. like he just pops up immediately he's just anywhere Ireland is yes is that's so funny I, I think that's hilarious and his mom was like threatening them she was like I know supporting the Irish right 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 <laughs> like holding a gun to their head also, Harry has a real habit of spilling water on himself anytime he's near Cho. He does it in this chapter. He does it every time he sees her. Anything he's carrying, it just falls out of his hands. I know. Like, he, he just, like, I don't know what... How does one even do that? He just, like... What does that immediate reaction mean for him? I guess it's like... like he just, like, goes numb? That, like, or, he, <laughs> or he freezes and his hands kind of, like, relax. And then everything, like... You know, if you get really scared, you let go of things, and it's not fear, yeah. but it's like, you know, I guess he's just so entranced that ev- anything he's <laughs> holding will just immediately fall out of his hands and spill all over him. I uh, I was shocked at this. There is more Latino representation. Bill's pen pal. <laughs> his vengeful Brazilian pen pal. Yeah. I saw that and I thought of you. So I hope you're I hope I'm <laughs> you've made your mark on me. Very, very represented, even though I am in no way Brazilian, but it's fine. I know. <laughs> but <laughs> I um, just saw that and was like, oh my god, another one to add to the list that is currently just consisting of a snake. <laughs> <laughs> a snake. An angry teenager, both from Brazil. So, yeah. Hooray. Oh my god. Oh my god. How did I not even put that? My new headcanon is that that man is an animagus and was accidentally put into the zoo and then was just pretending to be a snake. But he was living in Brazil and presumably born there when Bill was writing to him. And so how would he be a... Or, I mean, did the zoo lie and say that he was bred in captivity to cover up for the fact that they stole him from, like, on the street or something? Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) That's what happened. Um, It's funny. I think the idea of Bill having, like, a a vengeful Brazilian pen pal is really interesting. I've always wanted a (laughs) pen pal, but the idea of them having the power to send, like... Like, obviously this isn't possible, but, like, I would be terrified to be a wizard with a pen pal. Because they could send a hat yeah. like that guy did. That what did they do? Made his ears shrivel up? Like, like <laughs> that's terrifying. Ooh, I know. They really need to get people checking those mails. I guess, I, how do you stop an owl? I mean, Umbridge tried, <laughs> and she kind of messed him up. So, <laughs> her up. Sorry. Didn't mean to misgender the owl. Um, oh my god. I forgot they mentioned the Department of Mysteries in this book. Yeah, that's so... I always love when things like that happen. I know. You know, like... She's good at some points in foreshadowing, but it's not very common. 
Yeah. So I, I think it's really interesting when it's there. Yeah. Um, also, Mr. Weasley playing with matches is really funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so funny. I love that he's just so he's happy so every time it lights. I like, know. He's so excited, and then he gets so excited that it falls and then goes out. <laughs> yeah. Um, Percy not shutting up about apparating is giving me very much I just got my license energy. <laughs> oh, very much so. Also, I love, I now will never stop using the saying, not a dicky bird. <laughs> Did you see that? That is wonderful. <laughs> I didn't see that, but that is wonderful. He was in there and he said, not a dicky bird. And I was like, what? <laughs> I'm never going to stop saying that. It is the funniest thing in the world. We, every time we read something in these chapters, we always say, I'm going to say this, but then we never do. Like that episode where Stan Shunpike said, are you out of your tree? And you were like, <laughs> I'm going to say that. And we just never did. I know. We need to bring that back. Yeah. Not a dicky bird. And are you out of your tree? Yeah. It's going to happen. Um, I literally have one more note, and it's at the end. So. I have two. Um, okay. If they organize port keys across five continents, who didn't go? Like, who didn't go to the Quidditch World Cup? What do you mean? Because there are seven continents, unless I've missed In a- America. I'm sorry, what? Cons- I'm sorry. <laughs> there are seven continents. There are considered to be seven continents in America, and this oh. was written in England. Well, I know it was written in England. Thank you. I just didn't... <laughs> I just didn't know that that was, like, an American thing, that there are seven continents. You didn't know that? No. I thought that that was, like, a universal decision that people oh, would agree no. on. Like, some people consider... Um, the Americas to be one continent, uh, as well. Some people consider Eurasia to be one continent and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. Um, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> also, let me look it up. Let me see how many. <laughs> that was so funny. There are seven continents. I thought you meant that there were seven <laughs> continents in America, and I was like, um, no. <laughs> Now you got the stupid Froyo song stuck in my head. It's so good. <laughs> I never understood how she was surprised when she saw the video because it's like you were there. They also believe the seven well. continents. What? They also believe in seven continents. Believe in like it's a religion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I, that's um, why I was so... wondering, like, who didn't go? Antarctica and. Who else? I mean... Excluding... Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Australia. None of them were invited. Um, I feel like it would... Australian wizards would be really cool. I don't... I think they'd be too cool for the Quidditch World Cup. I feel like they'd have their own sports. Yeah. Probably. Um, Also, how much money is 10 galleons? Because it sounds like $1,000, but... I don't know. I'm going to look it up. I don't think so. <laughs> I know, but that's just what it, it feels like. How much money is... Watch it be like $30. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like $10. No. Okay, someone figured out, apparently, what that would be in, in money. Um, 
Okay, wait, okay, wait, wait. So seven galleons is $175, apparently. Okay. Um, oh, and that scene where the Weasleys emptied their vault and it had literally nothing would be like 50 to $75. Um, Which would literally not be possible for to pay for all those stuff for school, yeah. but okay. Um, Potter's Left Area Fortune, yada yada. Oh, here we go. Omnioculars. Okay, oh Jesus. So at the at the World Cup, by this person's math, at the World Cup, he spent $750 to buy he, Ron, and Hermione omnioculars. Oh my god. And he gave Fred and George $25,000 of Triwizard Tournament winnings to start their joke shop. I, okay, maybe I have a misunderstanding of money, but that doesn't sound enough to, sound like enough to start a whole shop. $25,000? Um, yeah. Initially, to start a business, it would be because they didn't buy the place in Diagon Alley. They were renting, so they would just need enough for, like, you know, I guess some sort of initial payment and rent and yeah. all of that. And once they started generating income, it would it would be it would work. Um, oh, I just then, like all of the merch at the Quidditch World Cup sounds so cool. It really does. Okay, wait, seven fifty seven fifty divided by. Three. So the omnioculars were. I literally could have done that in my head. Um, omnioculars each were like two hundred and fifty dollars. So ten galleons apparently is like two fifty. So I also, if I were Ron, would be mortified. I'm not like dirt poor, but like two hundred and fifty dollars for like a. But the thing is, is that like it almost feels wasteful because when else are you going to use those? Like yeah. Why when you could have? I mean I. I feel like everyone gets a pair of binoculars at once in their life, and they think they're going to use them, and then never do. Never do. Especially, like, fancy ones. You could have split one pair for $250. Jesus. Um, And, I mean, they're cool, but they're not worth that $250 from how they're described. When Snatchers were rewarded, like, five galleons to, like, for um, Muggleborns, that's, like, $125, which doesn't seem like enough if you're gonna, like, place a penalty on someone's head. Ministry was willing to pay 2.5 No wonder they were so desperate for them. They were trying to rack in the loads. (laughs) The minute, okay, but the, um, the prize for Harry was, like, equal to, like, more or less $2.5 million. Of what? Of money? Like, what? (laughs) Uh, Oh, his whole money. His whole money. Wait, what? Like, what? What what was 2.5? The ministry was willing to pay 2.5 million to capture Oh. Okay. That's all I have to say. That's all I have to say. We didn't say anything about the actual Ludo Bagman and Crouch stuff, but. That's okay. Since when Um, do we ever talk about what's relevant? Literally. (laughs) That's not what we're here to do. Anyways, (laughs) time for trivia! Yay. Would you like to go first? Um, let's see. Do I want to go first? Mine, I can't, oh god, I feel like this is a really horrible question. You don't even know, I might but completely I'll go not first. know. Yeah, I feel like I always say that and then you magically don't know. Um, what I hill is the boot on? Hold on. You got this. Stoat's head. Yes! I was thinking of, like, the little town, Ottery St. Catchpole. Yeah. Um, okay, so, I have a question. There's, wait for me to, like, finish my quote-unquote instructions, because I, yeah, okay. So, 
What was Mr. Weasley wearing to the cup? There are three things, three things that were explicitly said. One of them has a characteristic attached to it. And I'm going to keep that. So just go ahead. Three things. And they're kind of specific, but I'll give you decimal points. Okay, this is... We're not going to do this right now, but I feel like there might need to be a change in this. Okay. Because... I won't make you give it to me word for word. No, I just... No. What I'm saying is that I feel like by doing multi-part questions, like, we can still do them, Uh but I feel like giving, like, a percentage of a point for getting something much larger than you say, like, a simple question that is worth the same amount, Uh I feel like maybe each part of a question should be worth a point. Okay. That makes sense. We can put that into play for next episode if you want. Okay. Yeah. Um... You need to repeat it again. (laughs) Okay. What was Mr. Weasley wearing to the cup? And one of the things, there's like something kind of specific about them. I don't feel like I'm going to get any of this. Um, Wait! Wait! Oh my god! I just had... Oh my god! It just like... Yeah! (laughs) It's golf! It's golf stuff! Right? Tiny bit more specific. I know. <laughs> <laughs> only I wasn't one just gonna of the say three golf things. stuff. Only one of I the remember three things a golf go. thing. Yes. Was it a yes. hat? No. Was it a jacket? No. Vest. No. What? <laughs> oh my god, what do I say? Golf vest. No, golf, golf, it's something around him, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not golf pants. I know it's not golf pants. <laughs> golf pants. <laughs> I thought his pants were checkered. No. Why did I think his pants were checkered? I were they green? Why do I have this imagery in my head? Um, I d- He did have golfing gloves, though, right? No. Why did I just think he was a golfer? <laughs> no, he was wearing something specific to golf, but it is not something that you have mentioned thus far. A shirt? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just hit a whistle No, Oh my god. <laughs> Ariana. You believe God! So I feel like you've exhausted your guesses for the first part. So I'm going to give that to you. (laughs) He was wearing a golfing sweater. Oh my god. (laughs) There are two more things that have, that are basically directly related to each other. Two other things that he was wearing. Was he wearing a top hat? No. Why do I have these things in my head? Like, I can clearly see that for some reason. But they relate to each other. Yes, and one of the items is, like, there are a couple specific things about it. Or there's, like, one specific thing about it that's important. So if you get it, I'm going to try and, like, see if you know what that is. But just focus on guessing what it is first. No. Okay. No? You're just not going to let me? Oh. (laughs) No, I was asking. I was like, no, like, as in, like, do you want to give up? 
Yeah, I, I give up. Okay, he was wearing a golfing sweater, a very old pair of jeans that were too big, held up by a thick belt. Okay, well, was, I don't understand what you were trying to say then. The, like, specific thing at? was that the jeans were too big, and that's oh, why he was okay. wearing a belt. Okay, that makes sense. Um, sorry. Who was head of the Goblin Liaison Office? Cuthbert Muckridge. Shut up. <laughs> you wrote that down on purpose. <laughs> no, I memorized it because I was like, no, he's going to ask because I almost um, asked. I can't believe you memorized it. That's impressive. I, me- I, I know all of them. They're all in here. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm okay. so scared now. Okay. I didn't ask any because I knew that you were going to write it down and know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> fill in the... Why didn't I write fill in the blanks? Fill... Sorry. That's for my I own. hate fill in the blanks. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. The context. They were talking about... Well, I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to give you context yet. Okay. Forget <laughs> that. Anyways. Fill in the blanks. Harry had a sudden vision of a blank of blank and and blank... Lying abandoned on the pavement of Privet Drive. I'll give you context. They were talking about splinching. Eyeball. Yes, an eyeball. That's one. Was there an adjective to describe the eyeball? No. So you've got that and an eyeball lying abandoned on the pavement of Privet Drive. But there's Harry had a sudden vision of a blank of blank and an eyeball. So there's another thing. I remember seeing this. I thought it was, like, a vein or something. No. Um, I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, I believe it was the nether regions. Um, I don't think he just left behind that, but... What? He didn't leave behind his toes, did he? No. <laughs> Just his toes were laying there. A blank of blank. A five of hearts. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> a, a blood vessel. <laughs> a singular blood vessel. A blood of vessel, yes. <laughs> I don't know. I give up. Okay, a pair of legs. A pair uh, of legs and an eyeball. That's kind of weird combination to put there. <laughs> um, carpets were labeled as a muggle artifact by the what? Registry of Prescribed Trimable Objects. That yes. was one of my questions, too. Oh, good! Oh, I feel like the name of the guy might have been too easy. I was going to make... I forgot what it was, but... I was going to make you give me, like, Muggle Artifact and that, but now... Okay, I gave both of us a point for that, so... What was his name again? I don't know. I want to know! <laughs> I He deserves to be called out. I'm looking. I have no idea where it was. Where are you? Jesus. Ahoy there. Hello there. 
Why am I, like, offended right now? Ali Bashir, of course! Oh. How could I forget Ali Bashir? Um. Okay, so. What time was it when they arrived at the Quidditch World Cup? And it's very specific. They took their oh, port key. All I can remember is that they were ten minutes early to the port key. Oh, that's not it. Yeah, they took the port key, they got there, and someone called out the time. 3.30. No. Is it like, do they even say, like, the third number? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> there's literally, there's hundreds of combinations this could be. I know. <laughs> oh my god it's my birthday <laughs> five six seven are we done <laughs> yeah, I guess so um, it was seven past five so five oh seven okay okay um Ludo Bagman mistakes the Bulgarians asking for 12 more seats at the top box for them asking for what? Oh, God. Dang it. I know this. Um, I'm not going to remember. <laughs> to borrow a pair of tweezers. Dang it. That was like the most random thing ever, too. It's like... Uh, yeah. Um, fill in the blanks. Hold on. Let me highlight this so I can see. And little blank blank has put up half shares in her blank blank on a blank blank match. Did you write this down? Or are you looking at no. me like that because you hate me? <laughs> I hate you. Okay. What is the context of this? Um, they're talking about gambling. That's what the put up half shares. So I need okay. a name. I need what she put half shares up on and what contingency the, on the match she thought. Just give up on the name. That's done. Okay, Agatha Timms. What's next? And little Agatha Timms has put up half shares in her blank blank on a blank blank match. I don't know gambling, so 24? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> no, half shares. We already know that she owns shares of something, some... Yeah, I don't know what that means. Okay, that means that she... Let's just say she owns half of a business. I'm not saying that it's a business, but, like, for example, like, if I owned half shares, half of a business, and I'm putting it up on a, let's just say, really brutal match or something like that where a lot of people get injured, that's what I'm looking for. So something that she would own half of and what it is about the match that she thinks is worth gambling over. A hundred galleons. No, no, you're not, you're not listening to me. I don't understand. What would she own half? Like, it's a, it's like a thing. Like, for example, a business, not like an amount of money. I don't, don't you dare say a number, okay? This is not numbers. <laughs> I need a specific thing that she would own half shares of. Like a business, okay? 
And then a blank, blank match. Like, it's very specific. What about the match does she think is worth gambling over? Like, there's something she thinks about the match. <laughs> what? I don't <laughs> understand. Christ. <laughs> oh. Okay, you know what? I'm going to give you the part that just says blank, blank match, and you just have to... Okay. So, and little Agatha Timms has put up half shares in her blank, blank on a week-long match. Oh. She thinks the match Why wouldn't you just say, like, a length of time? What? Why wouldn't you just say, like, a a length of time? I didn't think that... That's literally... Okay. Well, okay. Just... (laughs) (laughs) What did she put half shares up of, okay, for a week-long match? Uh, come on. What's British? Um... It's definitely not a British thing. (laughs) Brexit. No. Stop it. Um, <laughs> her tea making business. Um, her 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 clothesline. She's a model. No. Um. Her dog Max. No, you've already guessed like eight. Half times. of her Doc Max. No. <laughs> On her eel farm. Eel farm? <laughs> eel farm. Like the sea animal. Yes. She's okay. She I don't has... know how you can do that. Eels are technically fishes. Um, anyways. Yeah, she had an eel farm. It's weird. Um, uh, you're probably going to get this too. At the end of the chapter, who is carrying an Irish flag? What? I don't even remember what's happening at the end of the chapter. Oh, it's like, Seamus? I don't know. (laughs) Like, no. Was it like one of like the Weasleys? I don't know. And it's like someone named like by name. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Mr. Beasley. I was literally about to say that. It's no, fine. you weren't. I you say that was. every time. No, because I thought, like, I didn't, I literally, I was about to say, like, one of the twins, but then I was like, it was literally probably Mr. Weasley, but I don't care. I still mm-hmm. won. And I'll be picking the question of the day next time. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Hooray, you. To this episode. Oh, yeah, I'm starting to win again, and Colin doesn't like it. Um, no, I'm happy for you. No, you're not. You liar. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Anyways, feel free, not feel free, please do tune in to next episode of Goblet of Fire. <laughs> you better! <laughs> <laughs> we'll show up at See your you house. See you next time. Goodbye!